This question will open up pools of money, especially if you are a business owner. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where I share mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking tips, tools, and some painful lessons along my journey from growing my businesses and also working with some of the top entrepreneurs, business leaders, and professional athletes. Trevor Mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Michael Mojo, founder of Mojo Human Performance Institute, where we focus on mindset, lifestyle, and business hacking for driven mofos. The reason why I do these episodes is that most people waste their life, and I just don't want you to be one of them. All right, let's get into a question that will open up pools of money in your business if you ask this question and really put some time and effort into thinking about it. And what it is was, and the way that this all came about was that I was working with a business owner a couple of weeks ago and we were talking about their business and I could see that there were so many missed opportunities there for extra sales and to get clients better results. Now, if you're consistently getting your clients great results, they're gonna wanna pay more or you can jack up your prices because they're getting more value. And so money is an agreed upon exchange of value. That's all that it is. So most people, I think, treat money either more than it is or less than it is. So there are people out there who go, you know, money's bullshit, money ruins the world, money destroys the world. They're overvaluing money because money doesn't do anything. You know, you can leave it in your wallet and it doesn't destroy anything. So money doesn't destroy the world. People destroy the world, I guess you could say, if you believe that. I personally don't. I think that people tend to create problems and then solve them and then just create a new problem. So that's that tends to be how evolution works. But anyway, some people out there think that money destroys the world. Other people only work for money. And so they work just for this idea of money. So they're working for something that isn't really anything. It's just an exchange of value. What I have realized over the years is that when you understand that money is just an agreed upon exchange of value, then if you want more money, you add more value. And that's a great way of thinking about business as well. If you're tight with money, then go and add more value to your customers or to a product range or to your services and figure out how you can add more value. Now, one of the ways that you can do this is by thinking about your business or your product or your service completely different. Now, when most people think about their product and service and most business owners do this, and even if you're working for somebody, most people will think about the service that they're delivering as being very one-dimensional. So let's just say you're in the, I'll give you a great example of this because the person that I was talking to was a hairdresser, my hairdresser. He said, you know, we're talking about it. And I said, well, when you think about what you do, what do you do? And he said, well, I cut people's hair. And I said, no, you don't. And he said, yeah, I do. And I said, well, no, that's not really what you do. That's not what I come here for. I don't come here to get my hair cut. I come here for a different reason. And I, I really sort of set him up to think a little bit differently. Um, And so I pushed his thinking a little bit and I said, the reason why I come here is because I want to look good. And I feel like if I don't get my hair cut every, my hair grows really, really quickly. So, you know, I can normally, my hair might grow like an inch in, or maybe half an inch in three to four weeks. It grows really fast. It might be because I, uh, I guess you could say a high protein diet. I'm not sure. But anyway, I go and get my hair cut every three weeks. And uh, I think I might start to get it cut every two weeks because it starts, it gets pretty feral pretty quickly. And um, I said, the reason why I come here is because I want to look good. You know, I, I do podcasts. I'm doing speaking all the time. I'm doing a lot of stuff where I'm in the public eye. So I want to look good. And I said, when I come in here and you ask me the question, what do you want me to do with your hair? I don't fucking know. If I knew what I wanted, if I knew how to cut hair, I would cut hair. So I'm coming to you because you're the expert. So 
what I want is I want you to tell me what would look best. Um, and maybe that's different than most other people. I don't know. But I don't go to the dentist and tell a dentist how to be a dentist, just like I don't hire a plumber and tell the plumber how to do plumbing at my house. I don't do that because I'm not the expert. So when you think about what you do as being very one-dimensional and very specific, like a plumber just does plumbing and a hairdresser just does hairdressing and an admin person just does admin, it's very one-dimensional. It really boxes in the value. Whereas when you expand out and you take a bigger view from a higher from a higher point or from a higher perspective and you look at what you really do and ask what do I really do what do I give to customers what value do I add now for instance if you're a plumber and you're on time what does that give the customer so if you rock up early that customer may be expecting that you rock up late and in fact I was talking to another business owner the other day who actually owns a plumbing business and he's part of our business growth odyssey and he said you know I rock up early for jobs and most people are blown away and surprised that I'm early. And it just surprises me that almost everyone in our industry is late and people expect that trade-based businesses are always going to be late. So when you're there on time, you actually add more value to the customer because for someone like me, if someone says I'm gonna be there at 10 o'clock in the morning and they don't rock up until 12, that pisses me off because it wastes two hours of my time sitting around where I can't book anything in. It's even a hundred times worse when I have something's got to get dropped off. Like let's say I've got furniture getting dropped off or something in the house and they say we could be there in between the hours of nine and five. Well, essentially that's a whole day. I can't do anything apart from do stuff at home because I'm waiting for something to get dropped off and that's frustrating. So if you can give a dedicated time, that adds way more value to the customer. So by taking a broader perspective and asking what do they really want? And Tony Robbins said this years ago uh, when I did a whole bunch of his mastery programs, probably about 15 years ago, I think it was when he first started Business Mastery. I was one of the first ones and he said something along the lines of what business are you in? And then what business are you really in? And what he meant by that was if you're a hairdresser, the business that you might be in is hairdressing. But when you have a look at what business you're really in, what are you really providing for that customer? And so that customer might want peace of mind that they're getting their hair cut properly. They might want beauty. They might want a luxury experience. So some hairdressers charge 10 times the amount of a normal hairdresser and they'll call themselves a hairstylist or a, a fashion stylist or something like that. And they add extra stuff in there. And so they might, when you walk in, they'll give you a glass of champagne or moe and they might have someone come along and massage your hand before you get your hair done. And so what they're doing is they're not just providing a haircut, they're providing a whole experience. And day spas do this great. You know, some people go to a massage therapist at a day spa and, and pay almost twice as much because they have the scent, they have the smell, they have the music, it's dim lit. The area that they're in is very calming and relaxing. They might have water running in a little water fountain or something like that. And so people pay extra for that because what they're really buying is they're buying relaxation. They're buying calmness. They're buying the experience. They might be buying beauty. And when you realize that, you can add way more value into the business for, from a customer's standpoint than just giving a massage. If you're a makeup artist, you can do just makeup or you can give someone a luxury experience or an indulgent package, that there is completely different. So if you think about what business you're in and the experience that you're providing for your customers and you take a really broad perspective, you can add so much extra value which massively can increase your earning potential. So when I was working with a plumber, we'd spoken about this before, hence why he'd implemented this. And we had gone in and changed his company mission. We changed his values within the business as well, which then became part of his hiring strategy his firing strategy, because it's for him, it's important to make sure that all of his vans are always clean, okay? 
they get cleaned a minimum of once a week. And if you go anywhere where it's dirty, you're expected as an employee to go and clean that van because that's part of the job role, because that's part of the company values. They rock up, they are clean, they all wear work uniforms. So there's no plumber's crack or you know anyone's ass showing when they're trying to bend down and do some work. So that adds extra value. Also as well, they have to be friendly. So he teaches some of his staff communication skills so that when they rock up on the job, they can really understand it. They can communicate more effectively. They're adding way more value that way. So imagine this, you get to hire a plumber who's a little bit cheaper, who comes in, they've got their ass crack hanging out, they've got a ripped shirt on, they leave mess around the place, they rock up in an old dirty van. You know, do you trust them? Do you feel safe in your pride and joy, which might be your home? Now, for some of you listening, you may not give a shit about your house, but there are other people out there who absolutely love their house and it's their pride and joy and they keep it clean. You don't want tradies coming and half destroying your house or leaving dirt and dust around the place. That's annoying. So for him, he's set his business up on all these extra value adds because what he realizes is the thing that he sells is plumbing, but the thing that he really sells is peace of mind for someone's most valuable asset, which is their home. And now it might not be everybody's most valuable asset, but for the majority of people it is. And so he's selling peace of mind. When he realizes that, he trains all of his staff on how to provide peace of mind to the customer. And that could be from the experience of the customer service person, beg your pardon, I just had a hiccup, a customer service person picking up the phone to their website. They wanna make this thing an experience for the customer where it creates peace of mind and ease and simplicity and flow for the customer instead of it being very clunky. And so even down to the point that one of their values is that they make sure that they always leave everything the same or better than the way that they found it. And that's how people get judged in their workplace reviews as well. So he will have monthly or quarterly meetings, uh, whatever it is, I think it might be quarterly. And in those quarterly meetings, he goes through those values and asks staff if they think they're doing a good job in that area. And then he assesses them from what he's seen and from his experience from customer reviews and, and so on. And he'll randomly call customers as well to check in on them. So what he's really providing is peace of mind. Now, this is gonna be super important if you're a business owner out there, because if you're one dimensional, you can only sell really one thing. And this is what I was saying to my hairdresser is that if you're just selling one thing and you're selling the haircut and you're not selling looking good, then for me to look good, I need to have the right hair products. I need to have the right hair treatment. You know, he should be recommending when I get my haircut, not me saying, you know, I would like to book in every four to five weeks. It should be, well, you know, in order to maintain your hair at the speed that it grows, I would recommend that you come every two to three weeks maximum to get the best results. So he can give a recommendation now because he's an expert and he understands what I'm trying to get. This is so important for every business owner who's listening to this. Please, if you haven't spent time doing this, do it. It will increase your profits, it will increase your revenue. And what you'll find is that it will put you apart from the rest of the people in your industry. So remember to ask a question, what business am I in? Which is normally, I guess, what you do. And then what business am I really in? Which is what do I really provide for customers? What are they really looking for? Is it peace of mind? Is it ease? Is it simplicity? So like in our business, when we work with business owners at our Business Growth Odyssey event, that product there creates operational freedom for the business owner. So our goal is to give the tools, the templates, the resources, the training, everything like that so that a business owner can scale their business to create operational freedom where they could take a month off and not have day-to-day -day stress and freak out and fucking lose their hair and their hair turns gray and their cash, you know, tight with cash all the time. So that whole year program is about slowly putting things in place so that then someone can get to a point where they have operational freedom in their business and to scale it to a point where the business isn't 100% reliable on the business owner all the time. And I think that that is super important for most business owners because most people feel trapped in their business. So that's what we really sell. 
At our Thrive Time event, what we really sell, so the thing that we, we really sell, is someone to get the best out of themselves and to live the best life. And that's because I really believe that most driven people know that they have the capacity to get so much more out of themselves. And what I find in most driven people is that they feel really guilty like they're not achieving enough in life and they're not getting enough out of themselves. But I also watch a lot of people waste a lot of time in life because they lack clarity. They're not sure how to tap into their own consistent drive without burning out. They're not sure how to have the right mindset tools where they're not having self-sabotage patterns and self-destructive behaviors, which are putting their results backwards. So we built that whole event around three key pillars, which the first pillar is getting clarity about what you really want in life and what really fulfills you. The second pillar is about how to create consistent drive in the right direction to achieve the things that you want and to make sure that you're on track because most people don't really know what they want in life. So they dabble a lot or they jump around between different things and they go, oh, I should try this or I might do that. And they're not really too sure what they're trying to achieve. They have doubts and questions in their head which stop them being able to execute effectively. And then number three or the third pillar, psychological performance. So how do we tap into their own mindset to make sure that they have the right tools to consistently perform at their peak so that life gets better year after year. Not like most people in our society where life peaks at around about 30 and they've had a lot of fun and all that shit in their 20s. And then by the age of 30, most people just flatline. They've got a house, they've got kids, they've got married. You know, they, their kids have gone to school. And then from there, it's sort of, where does it go from there? Get four weeks holiday a year, maybe go overseas every now and again or go on a holiday. And that's about it. That's as good as life's gonna get. get. And so most people look forward to retirement. In Australia, you've got 30 to maybe 65-ish, they've got 35 years of the only thing that they're looking forward to are holidays and retirement or the weekends. It's a really shitty way of living, I think personally, especially when most people, I believe, have all this untapped potential. And I think most people know that they can be doing better. And so that's why I created that event. So you've got what you're, re what you're selling and then what you're really selling. So this week, maybe have a bit of a think about it. Start brainstorming some ideas around what you really sell because then you can start to sell other products. You can start to sell other programs. You can start to have add-ons. You know, if I'm hiring someone to come in and to paint my house, then that might be one thing, but then what do I really want? Let's just say I hire a painter and the painter comes in, the painter just does the job. Well, that's fine because that's what I hired was a painter. But when the painter comes in and they go, what are you really trying to get from this? And you go, well, you know what? I really want a house that I can have pride in. And they go, oh, okay, excellent. Well, what we could do is we could paint this. What I would recommend is putting some new gutters on because these gutters are looking a bit old. And what I would also do is I've got a friend who's a roof renderer as well. They can redo all your roof so it looks amazing. And if you really want, like if you want a premium package, we can also get someone in to do all your gardens and everything like that ready for summer. So the outside of your house will look absolutely amazing. And I would also recommend changing that window as well. Now, that might be another $100,000 add-on to that house. Now, it's up to the client. The client might say, look, I don't think that maybe we're ready for that yet, but you could keep in touch with them and say, hey, look, what I'll do is I'll refer my friend to you and they can do that. Who does that? Okay, what business owners out there do that? Not many, but if you really understand what you're trying to get, it makes a huge difference. I did this with our uh, gardener. We have a gardener who comes uh, you know, every now and again and does our gardens. And I've had to pull him up a few times because sometimes he will come and just mow the lawns. And I'll walk out and I'll see weeds in the garden and the mulch in the garden starting to like decompose or, or, or uh, yeah, decompose and break down. And so the garden doesn't look nice anymore. And then there is other shit that happens. Like we've got a little vegetable patch, that vegetable patch, everything starts to die off. And a few times I've had to say, look, if you want to work with me at 
here. Like if you just want to mow lawns, that's cool. But if you really want to work with me, I'm more than happy to pay you whatever you want. But what I want is I want our house to look immaculate all the time. So if you come here and the, the garden beds need mulch, just send me a text message and go, next time I come here, I'm going to put new mulch on. Is that okay? It's going to cost an extra 150 bucks. Uh, next time the lawns need fertilizing and I've got to adjust all the sprinklers for you and I'll make sure that all the auto timers are on. It's going to cost you an extra 200 bucks. Done. Okay, the veggie patch is looking a bit knackered. Do you mind if I plant some new veggies for you because it's springtime? It's going to cost you another 150 bucks. Done. What vegetables would you like or what? So there you go. He's giving me exactly what I want. I'm not worried about the money. I'm worried about the garden looking good. And what pisses me off and what makes the service devalue is that sometimes he's not giving me what I want, which is that our house looks immaculate. You know, I want to walk out and our grass is amazing. You know, I love having nice, beautiful lawn. I love having nice gardens because I don't get a lot of, I don't get to spend a lot of time out there because I work most days for 15 or so hours, almost seven days a week. And, and, and I love that. But what I also love doing is I love just walking outside and sitting out in the garden or um, we live on, on a lake. So I love going out there and reading a book or something like that. I don't want to walk out there and see fucking weeds and shit everywhere. I would rather earn more money and not have to do that because I do this stuff, which is what I love. So I would rather work teaching and learning and doing human behavior and coaching. I would rather do that than work in the garden. So I would rather work for an extra hour to be able to pay him to do stuff in the garden for an hour that I don't have to do because that's what I love. And that's the importance of understanding your values uh, and going in deep into that, which is what I teach at our Thrive Time event or our Triumph Leadership event. I go into values so heavily because most people limit their earning potential and they do things that they don't really want to do in life because they feel like they have to instead of working really well at the thing that they love, which then earns them more money and they do something that they enjoy, which then they can delegate other tasks and other responsibilities to people who also should love what they do if you hire the right people. So my point is that when you assess what do I do versus what do I really do and you understand what the customers really want from you then you can actually provide other products and services that you may have never thought about. Just like my guy who comes along and does the gardens, he doesn't think about putting veggies in the veggie patch for us, which then he can charge an extra couple of hundred bucks for while he's here. And he doesn't think, you know, a lot of the time about pruning all the garden back and everything like that. What will normally happen is I have to ask him, which is I don't want to do that. I just want him to make our garden look fucking sick. And if he tells me you need new plants or you need new mulch or whatever, this is the cost and I get to make that choice. And so when you think about this, you might be sitting on anywhere between an extra 5%, an extra 10% just in upsells. It might even be an extra 50% in upsells and extra products you can add on just by thinking differently about your business. Anyway, Driven Mofos, I hope this helps. Uh, if you haven't already done so this week, if you can tell just one person this week about this podcast, whether it's share it on your social media channel, whether it's send it to somebody in a message with the link, or if it's just tell someone on a work site or on the building site to listen to this podcast, it would be absolutely amazing. We're really trying to up the numbers to this podcast and get it out to more people. I know that most business owners struggle and most business owners are going to eventually fail. I don't want it to be any of our community. I also know that there are so many people out there who want to do great things in their life, but don't have the mindset and mental performance tools to do so. So the more we can share this with business owners and driven people, out there or the people that I call driven mofos, people that essentially want to achieve more, the better it is for everybody, the better it is for society, and also the better it is for you because you're hanging out with other people who understand what you're trying to do and they think like you do. So please, if you could just share this with one person over the next seven days, I would really appreciate it. I want to keep cranking up these numbers. And to all of those who have already been doing this, I really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for being part of this amazing community. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Have an awesome day. Keep pushing hard 
And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. Keep kicking goals, driven mofos. And remember, never underestimate the dream. 